good. My black kings, my black queens, and my people love the king. Nope. It's your host, Ken, with two N's, man. Here for another episode. We are back for another episode of Blacks. Blacks. How y'all doing, man? (laughs) How are you doing? I hope you're doing I really do hope you're doing good. I hope you're great. I hope you've been being safe. Because, you know, we got them buffoons out here. Them buffoons and baboons, right? Anyway, man, I don't know. Today was a good day for me, you know? Really? Every day is kind of a good day. Not kind of. Most days are good days for me. I just, I don't know, man. I just love life. When you're grateful... Life is so much more better, you know? Like, even though I was saying all that crap I said yesterday, even though it was that... Now, don't get me wrong. That shit is the truth, all right? I'm I'm fucking out of here. That shit... Don't get me wrong. That shit is the truth. But I'm still... All in all, I'm still grateful for the life that I do have here at this, you know, at this moment, so... You know, I really do, I just, it's just grateful, man. When you're grateful, you, 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 you move different, you think different. People notice it, you know, when you're, because when you're grateful, you're happier, you know. You're not all, all stressed out all the time, and I don't know, man. Life is just, life is amazing. But anyway, anywho, anyhow. Today's topic, uh, like I said, I feel like I've been kind of harping on the ladies a little bit, like the past, excuse me, before t- uh, before yesterday's episode, you know, I feel like I've been harping on the ladies, the, the previous two episodes, and you know, it's all, all good intentions, of course, but it's time to get into these, to the fellas. Um, at this time, I would like to respectfully call... All black fathers, yes, all black fathers, please, if you would do so in a timely manner, come to the front of the stage and present yourselves to the crowd. This episode is about you, my black kings. If you are not a father, sit back and listen, soak up game. All right, let's jump into this thing. So my for my black kings, my black fa- my black fathers out there specifically, my black fathers. How y'all doing today, man? Is it where 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 are your children at the moment? You know, where are your children? Are they? I hope they're with you. You know, if you know, there's complications between you and the mother. Um, I hope you at least get to see them. You know. But uh really what I want to talk about is is where where are where are you guys like like where where are our black fathers where why do we have so many absent black fathers out here right why just just answer, answer me that question pause look pause it I'm like, okay, look, let's do it like this. I'm about to ask you, you, yes, you, I'm talking to you. Put it down. Put it down. Put you. Put the controller down. I know you're playing 2K right now, 
or Call of Duty, Cold War, Zombies. Stop it. Put it on pause. Put the controller down. Listen to me. Alright? You too. I see you over there. Sipping on that. Hand and coke. Put it down for a minute. And listen to me. Alright? I'm about to ask you a question. After I ask you the question, I want you to pause it, formulate an answer, and then you're going to come back. Alright, here's the question. If you are currently not actively in your child's life by choice, now I know that there are some fathers who want to be in their children's life, but they're not able to because of, um, you know, obstacles that they're facing due to the individual that they decided to bear children with. But I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the, the, the fathers who are absent by choice, who are not actively in their children's life by choice. I want you to ask yourself, why are you not in your child's life? Now, pause it. Think about it. Come back. All right. We're going to give you a little bit. Okay. We're not going to go through the whole Jeopardy thing. But anyway, whatever your reason was, it's trash. Because there is no reason for you to not actively be in your child's life if that is possible for you to do so. If you can be in your child's life and you're not in it by choice, you are failing as a father. I try not to be accusatory. I try not to do play the blame game, but I'm also not going to sugarcoat it. Um, I'm going to be straight up with you. You're, you're failing. You're failing at being a father. And you need to get your shit together and get on the ball. All right? Because, you know, we got a lot of single, there are a lot of single black mothers out here. And it's just, there's no, no, it's just like no point. There's no reason behind it. Like, okay, like, cool, she's, she may identify as single, but, you know, you can still be in that child's life. But most of the time when we think about single black mothers, I'd say about 70 to 80% of the time, the father is not in the picture. That's why they're identified as a single black mother. I got a couple stats here for you. So for black children, there are 42% of black children that live with both parents, right? 42%. Guess how many black children live with their mother, all right? Guess how many single mothers there are, single black mothers? There are 46%. Why are there more single black mothers than there are... Why, why are there more children being parented? Why are there more black children being parented only by their mother than black children being parented by both parents? You know what I mean? And look at this. Com compared to all children, all other children, people who don't identify as black, you know, white, Hispanics, uh, Asian Americans, things of that nature. Seventy percent of those individuals live with two parents, and only twenty-one percent live with their mother. Less than half. For me, it's 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 personally it's it's no excuse. 
if you're able to be in your child. Now, I know that there are some individuals out there who who can be kind of spiteful and, you know, kind of do everything in their in their power and their control to prevent you or make it extremely stressful for you to be a part of your child's life. But if you're not in your child, as a black father, as a black man, if you're not in your child's life by choice, like you just not putting in any effort by any means, then you're failing. And you need to get your shit together. You need to do whatever you got to do, some soul, some soul searching. I don't know, switch up your, your dietary plans. Uh, I don't know, drink more tea, something. You need to figure it out. All right, because this is unacceptable. There are too many black children falling to the wayside simply because you're choosing not to be there for them. It 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 boils down to just you know it boils down to two things, man. You you got you have to be. You're. One, I feel like, for one, a lot of these absent black fathers are not being held accountable for being absent. We need to hold these... We need to out these these individuals, and we need to hold them accountable at every stage. Not And not just one person. Not just the baby mom, the, the baby mother, you know... Everybody around this individual needs to be holding him accountable. If he got brothers, his brothers need to be holding him accountable. His sisters need to be holding him accountable. His, his, uh, you know, his parents. If he still got his parents, his parents need to be holding him accountable. His cousins, aunties, uncles, everybody. The damn dog, the fish. Everybody needs to be holding absent black fathers accountable. For their actions. Being absent by choice is inexcusable. Anything I don't I don't care. I'm not gonna listen to you. I'm a per I like to listen to people. I enjoy listening to people because I, I know how it, how it feels for me to feel like I'm being heard and understood. But if you're absent, if you come in and tell me that yeah, I'm not in my child's life because I don't wanna be, then don't even talk to me. I'm not gonna associate myself with you because I don't respect you. Tell me that I'm 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 not going to respect you at all by any means. I will walk away from you if you ever tell me. I don't care who you are. I don't care if we related. If we related and you telling me that you not in your child's life because you don't want to or you just not putting effort towards that, then there's none there's <laughs> there's no point in us even attempting to communicate with each other. Because that's just inexcusable. And like I said, I'm a man of principle. That's something for me that I, I'm not going to excuse by any means. You, you, These children deserve to have their father in their life. I don't care what you and your baby mama got going on. I don't care about that. I don't. That has nothing to do with your effort towards being in your child's life. Like I said, I'm not talking to those gentlemen who are facing a situation where the baby mother may be, you know, making it difficult 
or you know stressful to be in your child's life. And you know there are individuals like that, you know. But for it, this is mainly for the ones who are choosing to be absent on purpose. All right, you need to get your shit together. And get in your children's life, all right? And another, aside from accountability, that child is your response. You're responsible for that child. That's your responsibility or responsibilities, depending on how many you have. You know, you you chose to lay down with this woman, all right? That That was a choice that both of you guys made, right? It's not her fault that she got pregnant. All right, I'm I'm gonna just tell you that straight. It's it's not her fault. You should have wrapped it up. You should have either not had sex with her, or you should have wrapped it up. It's like, that those are the those are the only two options. But now you have a child. So now that you have a child, you need to grow the fuck up. Put your big boy drawers on. All right. Take the PJs off. Put on some damn jeans or some khakis or something. And be a responsible black father to your children. That is your... That is your obligation. You are obligated to do that. You chose to lay down with this woman. So happen you get a baby out of it. Maybe you didn't want to have a child at that time. Oh fucking well. It's coming now. Alright? So get prepared. Buckle down. Get your shit together. And be a fucking father. Alright? It's it's too many people out here, especially black men. It's too many young black men out here being raised only by their mother, and it's a problem. And, you know, that puts so much stress on the mother because she just feels like, I feel like they feel like, you know, they, they have to be both mother and father, but she, you know, men and women differ a lot differently. And so naturally, just her being herself, She's going to display more feminine characteristics. But now she's stressing because her son's father or her son's father is not in their life or his life. And she's trying to figure out how to teach him to be a man. She don't know nothing about being a man. She's a woman. she she been a woman all her life. And now she got to try to figure out how to teach her son how to be a man. That's something that I feel like no mother, especially not black mothers, should have to put up with. You know? And it's just, there's, there's so much that can, that comes out of not having a father in your life, you know? Because a lot of the times the father is the one who establishes, you know, the the level of respect. The he estab- he establishes, you know, the the levels of respect. He establishes the 
the discipline, you know, the structure. He essentially, he creates the dynamic within the household most of the time, you know? And so without that man there, there, it's like now mom has to, she has to learn how to take over, you know, how to establish the respect and the, the the structure and the discipline and you know when I when I feel like that's those are things those are qualities that should come from the father you know especially if she's raising a young black man he needs to learn how to be a man from a black an older black man uh you know uh, dang, I just lost my train of thought. Wow, that was a fat brain fart. Attention, but yeah, back to it. He needs to learn, this young black man needs to learn from an older black man how to conduct himself within society, right? And a lot of the times they don't learn it. And see, what really what it is, a lot of these single black mothers out here, aside from stressing out, trying to teach them how to be a man when they themselves are not a man, they have to keep up financially, right? And so now you got moms out here working two, three jobs, all these different styles. So she doesn't have time. Now she doesn't have time to show him the little bit that she does know about male qualities, about being a man in this society, right? And so now he's left to his own devices. And now that's when we get young black men, you know what I'm saying, out here in the streets, being corner boys, you know, nickel and dime and peddling, you know, getting into altercations and things like that. And it's just all of that, most, I'll say most of that, if not all of it, could be eliminated if you as a black father would just hold yourself accountable and take care of your responsibilities. And like another thing that you'll notice uh, uh, within young black men who don't have their fathers in their life is that they're very angry. I feel like they're very angry a lot of the times. You know, and it's in it 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 spills over into other relationships, you know what I mean? It spills over into the relationship with the mom. They don't really sometimes they don't really respect mom like that. Or they won't respect the household. Um it'll it'll boil over into their romantic relationships and they won't really treat women uh with the with the level of respect and, and kindness and care that they should be treated with. You know, they just kind of use them and manipulate them and take out their anger. You know, having, there's like a direct correlation between domestic violence in black men and absent fathers. I should have I should have pulled it up before I started the episode so I could have those numbers for y'all. But there's an actual, you know, there's like hella studies that show that a lot of, Black men who abuse women 
one one thing that many of them have in common is that their father was not in their life, you know, which is is crazy to think about. But if you just use common sense, it is like right there in your face. Like it makes sense. Is you know you he hasn't learned how to actually be a man, how a man treats a woman, the level of respect and kindness and care and integrity that, he, that men should treat women with. You know what I mean? And it's just sad because now you're you choosing to be absent in your child's life is creating more broken black men, right? And I know I've been harping on young black men, but this also affects the, the, the little girls, too. This also affects little black girls. If, you, if they don't have their father in their life, yes, they learn the, the feminine qualities from the mom. But as a man, as a black father, you should be in your, in your daughter's life to show her how she should be treated as a black woman the 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 level of respect that she should demand and the the criteria that she should demand as a black woman you know as a young black woman but if you're not in her life then she never learns these things and these are these and and those are those um young black women that get used they get manipulated they have very low self-esteem, they feel unwanted, they feel, you know, ugly inside. And it's because their father was not that He wasn't there to reassure them, baby girl, you're beautiful. You're a beautiful black princess. Don't ever let a man do this, this, that, 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 you know what I'm saying? When you become emotionally invested with a man, these are, this is the criteria that you should look for. These are the boxes that he should check. You know, these are some of the red flags. You know what I mean? And so it's just a lot that we lose from absent black fathers, right? And it just, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't get why, like why? Why? Just somebody explain to me. Help me understand why you are choosing not to be in your children's life. Why? If it's because of baby mama, that's an excuse, bro. No matter how difficult she makes it for you, no matter how stressful the situation is, if you really want to be in your children's life, you will put up with it. Go to therapy. Talk it out to your therapist. Let those emotions out so you're not just carrying that stuff around and then eventually you get your emotions and your and your stress gets built up to a, to a breaking point and now you don't want to be in your children's life. Like, no. You need to empty the tank. Go get a therapist. Tell her what's going on. Ask for help. You know what I mean? Get a counselor. Ask her how you should navigate this situation. That's going to take off a lot of stress from you and it'll ultimately be better because you'll want to be in your children's life more and see the thing children are some of the most observant individuals on this planet 
And as they they remember a lot of stuff. And as they get older, they start to understand and see more. And they'll they'll notice if if the baby mother is making things difficult for you, they'll notice that. And then they'll be like, "Well, mom, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why can't dad come to this? Why can't dad come to that? Why does he have to meet us here at this time on this specific day?" Why do you always cancel? You know, that kind of stuff. Children will pick up. And then now your children are forcing the baby mother to be accountable for her actions, you know. Like, why are you making things difficult for him? There's no need. If he wants to be in our life, why won't you just let him be in our life? Put your emotions to the side. Put whatever y'all had in the past. Leave it in the past and look forward to the future. Stop thinking about yourself and put your children first. Put your children before you and allow them to have a healthy relationship with their father. Just same thing with the man. Go get you a therapist. Go get you a counselor. Go get some help and heal. Don't hold back that relationship between your child and and their father. You know what I mean? And so another thing like with with absent fathers too also that I acknowledge is that a lot of our brothers, a lot of our kings out here is incarcerated, man. I mean, which we already knew, but it's like the rate is just for. Have y'all seen this shit, man? Y'all, y'all do know that black people only make up like thirteen percent of the U.S. population. Last time I checked, it was thirteen percent, but I don't. I, as of twenty twenty, I haven't checked the twenty twenty census, but as of twenty nineteen, it was like thirteen percent, right? So we only make up, black people, that's just black people. People who identify as black or African-American make up 13% of the U.S. population, which is fucking crazy because we're like, we're like at the bottom. We're not at the very bottom, but we're like, of course, it's like white people, like, like Hispanics come before us. People who identify as Hispanic and uh, Latino. They, I think they're at like 16, 17%. And we're under them at like between like 12, like 13%. And then under us, the only people that's under us is like Asians, uh, I think a- Asians, uh, Native Americans, and um, like other like people from like small minorities, like people from. Uh, from the islands or like 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 people from Polynesian, like Polynesian people, stuff like that. Which is ridiculous, right? But but just just peep this though. In twenty seventeen there were seven hundred twenty eight thousand seventeen incarcerated African Americans. Yeah, that that is just great. That's almost three quarters of a mil. Quarter of a mil is two fifty. Half a mil is five hundred. A quarter, uh, th- three quarters of a of a mil is seven fifty. There were seven hundred twenty-eight thousand and seventeen incarcerated African Americans in twenty seventeen. All right, now peep this. Peep this. 
<sighs> My goodness, this is so great. All right, offense, drug. Black inmates make up 21.1% of all drug offenses, right? All other inmates, that means white inmates, Asian inmates, Hispanic inmates, Latino inmates, they all, everybody else except black inmates, make up 17.8%. Black inmates, for the drug offenses, black inmates make up 21.1%. All other inmates make up 17.8%. For robbery, black inmates make up 18.9%. All other inmates... 13.6. Uh, murder. Black inmates, 14. Oh, that's actually a pretty close one. 14.4%. All, all other inmates, 13.1%. I, I, I just, I don't know. I do not know. And that was, that was, that's not even the most recent one. That's just a, that was back in 2009. Right? Since 2009, I mean, who knows what the numbers are now? Because that's just, I mean, it's it's ridiculous at the 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 level at which we're our our black men are incarcerated, and like I said, that that contributes to to absent fathers. Now, I know a lot of the times that you know that doesn't, that, you know, you have nothing to do with that. You was. You was doing what you was doing, and you got caught, you know. Now, you could, some people could say that you could be in your in your children's life if had you not chosen to do those things, which obviously, yes, that is true. But, you know, you got to, you got to, you, you got to play, play the hand that you was dealt, man. You... I'm pretty sure, I'm 99% sure that you knew that what you were doing was against the law, and you got caught, so now you gotta, you, you know, you gotta do the time. I mean, it's unfortunate, but you gotta do what you gotta do, and it also doesn't help that, you know, black men are unfairly incarcerated at such a high rate with our population being as low as it is, but we all know that's because of the 13th Amendment. I won't get into that, but we'll get into it one day. There'll definitely be an episode on the 13th Amendment. All right, you know, modern-day slavery. But anyway, moving on. And, you know, just so, just so, I guess I've stated the problem, but, like, I, I've, I've, I've said... I've told you guys before, I'm not an individual who likes to present. I don't like to present a problem and not have at least a theory on a solution, right? And so one thing that we can kind of mend this, well, number one is, you know, holding these gentlemen accountable, holding our black fathers accountable. Yes, all of you individuals, you black fathers who are here congregated in front of the stage, yes, we're going to hold you accountable, we have standards that you need to meet. We have criteria that you need to meet as a black father. We don't want to hear any more excuses. We don't. That that stuff's outplayed, it's done, it's over with. It's time to boss up, become a man, 
and take care of your responsibilities, right? So that's that's one way. Another way is father figures. This is more so for um like those who may be excuse me, those who may be uh, incarcerated at the moment. You know, have somebody step in and 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 or if you know, or tell my mothers out there, if the father just doesn't want to be in a life, try to try to do your best to find a black father figure. That could be grandpa, that could be uncle, that could be uh, I don't know, a, a friend, a really good friend, a cousin. Just find somebody to help lead your. And you know, I I said, man. Because, you know, we're talking about absent fathers, so we need a we need a present father figure. So we want a, but we want a, a we want we want a father figure that's going to implement and instruct and teach our young black men the things that and our young black women the things that they should be learning from their actual fathers, such as. Um, you know, the level of respect that you should demand, you know, uh, different criteria when you're in a, when you're becoming emotionally invested with someone. Um, things like, as far as my young black man, how to, how to tie a tie, how to dress properly if you're going for a, like an interview or a nice formal event. For my young black uh, women, things like really just number one, we've become emotionally invested. You know how to protect yourself, the the different standards, requirements, criteria that that your uh, suitor should meet. You know what I mean? It's basically showing you how you should be treated, essentially, and then. I mean, it's just, it's just so much to learn from black fathers that having them not around, not having them around, it just affects, like, so many things. If it affects people's emotions. It affects their decisions. It affects their, their, their mental health. And, you know, all of this stuff, it just compounds and it rolls over in life and you know the more that it's undealt with the more volatile and explosive that it becomes and so for me personally um my dad well the person i i recognize as my dad was my grandfather i was raised me me and one of my sisters we were raised by our grandparents our um our biological fathers mom and dad right and so Excuse me, I look up to my grandfather. Uh, to me, my grandfather is the only, that's the only man that I, I look up to. Everybody else, I'm eye level. Everybody else, I'm eye level. My grandfather is, is the only, my grandpa is the only man that I will gladly say with pride and joy that he that he he was somebody that I looked up to. I mean, he was he was a man's man. He he was no bullshitter. He was honest, he was frank. Very 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 hard working. That's what he's he's where I got my work ethic from. 
that was he, he's a person who taught me how to work hard and you know the benefits of working hard he, he the hard, always 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 anywhere we went hardest worker in the room right but then he also had like a sweet side he was very my grandpa was one of the most understanding people ever i think that's why i'm really not more fucked up than i than i already am like of course like I, i've been a, I've been going to, like, therapy and stuff for, like, a year and whatnot, year and a half, and, but he was kind of, he was basically, like, my first therapist, though, like, my grandpa, I could, I could tell my grandpa anything, man, he was just there, he was, I don't know how, but he just knew, it's like he just knew the, the, the significance of being heard and being understood, you know, he was never... I can't remember a time that my grandpa was ever, 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 ever judgmental to me or my sister. You know, whenever we would talk to him, whenever there'd be something wrong, he'd be like, come sit down, talk to me, boo. Let me know, tell me what's going on. And he would never force it, though. I think that's really, I think that was really what his trick was. He would, He would never probe. He'd ask you what was wrong and, you know, ask you how you was doing. And if you chose to tell him, then you told him. If you didn't, then he, he, didn't, he didn't press. He just, what it was was that he made it, essentially he set the stage to where, to let you know that if, it, when and if you feel comfortable to come talk to me, you can do it on your own time. And whenever you come, I'll be here. And, I mean, that shit, he had that shit down to a science. It was, <laughs> that, that shit was perfect, man. I remember, uh, yo, I, that's the only, that's the only individual. Like, like of course, I had my grandma, we had our grandma, and there was stuff that we would tell her too. But we didn't tell her everything like we told our grandpa. He just had a different way of making you feel heard and understood. And it was, I don't know. I'm, I'm laughing because I'm thinking about it. Like, he really had this shit down, down packed. Like, he, he was a pro at this, like a grandmaster. Like a, not a grandmaster, a grand professional at this, you know? And so, uh, I mean, yeah, man, I, I, I learned so much from, from that, man. And then, like I was saying, he was very, very sweet, very friendly, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, a res- it wasn't like friendly in a nice way. It was friendly in a respectable way. Like, he gave you respect, and then he re- expected that same amount of respect in return. And he was like, he was a great communicator. I remember going to the store. I That was one thing that I did not like as a child. Like, I would go anywhere except to the store with my with my grandpa because it was like especially like um so he was a carpenter and so we go to Stein Stein um as a Stein Lumber Company I don't know the store is called Stein if you if you live in Mississippi if you're from Natchez or anywhere down there you you you'll know what Stein is but um it's basically like a local Home Depot cuz we didn't have Home Depot so we were going to Stein I mean this man knew Every freaking body in there, which which is expected because that's where he gets his, 
you know, his product from, all his building material and his tools and whatnot like that. So that that part didn't really, like, it bothered me because we always stopping and talking to somebody. But uh, it, I understood it because I'm like, okay, this is how he gets shit done on the job. He has to come here to get this stuff right. But, y'all, like, we going to Walmart? Oh, I'm like, Grandpa, we're just here to get some fucking grits, okay? <laughs> like, why Why is it taking us an hour to get some grits? It's because we got to stop and talk to everybody because everybody fucking knows you. You know what I mean? And so he had he had everybody. Like, I, 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 everybody fucking knew my grandpa, man. He had... He has so many different connections and, and friends and, and and you know, uh, customers and, and stuff like that. And a lot of the time, that's what it was. It was it'd be somebody, hey, I really appreciate you building this for me. Hey, um, how much you think it is? How much you think it'll be if, you, if, if I get you to build such and such for me? And then, you know, they start talking about prices and quotes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So... Now that I'm older, I understand that a lot of it was like business talk, but at the time, I'm like, dog, we just coming in here to get some fucking grits, man. Can we can we go now? Like, I'm hungry. It's about to be past breakfast time. I don't even want breakfast anymore. Like, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was that was my dad, man. And for me, there's a difference between, you know, a father and a dad. A father is more so, there's just that biological aspect of it. And, you know, you can still be in your child's life and be a father, you know. But for me, when you're a dad, dad is like, dad is father, dad is, is therapist, dad is, is friend, to a certain extent, dad is protector, dad is provider, dad is, is, is coach, dad is mentor, you know, versus father is just, I'm here to do, I'm here to take care of my responsibilities, which is nothing wrong with that. You know, if that's how you want to conduct it, that's how you, you have all that right, as long as you're in that child's life or children's life. But a dad, man, a dad is just, he's just all around. He's just... He played every position, man. He, he's a LeBron. You know what I'm saying? You get dad on the court, dad can play point guard, shooting guard, power forward, small forward, center, all that, man. Dad can all, he can come off the bench. He can be the sixth man. He can be a role player. He can be the coach, the head coach, the assistant coach. He can be the ref. He can be the announcer, the, the scorekeeper. Oh, the, the little mop boy who clean up the sw- – he can be all that shit, man. The dad is just – Fully round and, and that's who that's who was my dad, man. My grand I love that man, bro. And I was I was sad to see him go. My my grandfather transcended his his transcendence day was actually a couple of days ago. He passed away uh March March twentieth, I believe it was, March twentieth, two thousand sixteen. Man, when I tell you that shit hurt me, boy. And I, and and I mean, like even even after we moved out, because we we moved in with our biological father, when I was in like eighth grade and whatnot, 
even still, I wasn't. I was. I was still calling him. You know, calling, making calls back to him, telling him everything. Like that is the only person, other than my. Really, I don't even tell my sisters everything. So that I can genuinely say that he was the only human, like the only creature on this planet who knew everything, like every single thing. He knew everything. Like I told him, I held I held nothing back. He knew everything, man, and it was just. I love my grandpa, man. We we go get haircuts together. And when I got old enough, he started letting me go to work with him. Uh, taught me how to cut grass. He just he taught me a lot, it, and you know I wish that he could have lived a little bit longer to teach me a lot more. Cause a lot of this after he passed, a lot of the shit I had to learn on my own. You know what I mean? Like a lot of this shit to get to the point to where I'm at. I did a lot of self-teaching. Like, and I didn't even know it was self-teaching. Like, I was just out here fucking up, making mistakes and shit, and learning that way. You know, trial and error. Which it's, it's a good way to learn, but you'd rather... You'd like to keep those mistakes to a minimum. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I just didn't have that knowledge. You know, nobody provided me that knowledge. And he was that individual who was going to provide me that knowledge. But, you know, we didn't get there. We didn't get to that point, which is, is fine. You know, things worked out, but... Hey man, that's that's that was the man right there. If I always I always wanted to be, I always wanted to embody my grandpa. I always wanted to be just like him. And you know, now I want to be my own man, but I still I want some of his qualities. He wasn't perfect. I'm making him sound like he was great. I mean, cause he was. I'm making him sound like he was perfect. But you know, what I'm saying he he wasn't always perfect, you know, this was like his, his grand, you know, grandparents are a lot nicer to the grandkids than they are, to their, than they, than they were to their children, you know, growing up, but that was because he learned from raising his own children, he found out what worked and what didn't work and the mistakes that he had made, and so now when he's around his grandkids, of course he's not going to make those same mistakes, that would just be ignorant, but I mean, like like I said, he wasn't perfect, but to me, he was perfect. You know what I mean? So I I don't know, man. I just that was that was that was the ultimate man to me in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Everybody respected him. Everybody loved him. He wasn't gonna. He was never gonna bullshit you. He was always gonna keep you straight, honest, frank. Even if it hurt your feelings, he was still going to tell you. And for some you know, like some people will tell you the truth, you know, like they'll be blunt and you'll feel like, you'll feel like offended. Like, damn, did you just say that to me? But with him, it was like, I don't know, it was just like his energy, just the way he, just like the level of respect that he, he demanded. It was like, he would tell you some blunt shit and you'd be like, that kind of hurt, but you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't be, you wouldn't just be offended. You like it would it would hurt because he'd just be like so blunt, like he wouldn't sugarcoat it. But at the same time, you'd recognize that it's the truth, and he just means you know the best for you. And I don't know, like this this man, he had magical powers or something. I don't know. But I say all of that just to get to this point.
we need at least at the minimum more black father figures in our black children's lives. You know, it's it's just sad to see the negative effects that not having your father there or a father figure there in your life how detrimental it can be to to your growth as a as a person. You know, we learn a lot from our black fathers, but when when they're not there, you know, all of that responsibility falls on mom and she she's just not going to be able to get around to all of it. You know, she's just going up up she's going to have too much on her plate. And that's when we start to see the negative side of not having our black father. So, man, just please, if you're a black father out there, you know, be active, be as active as possible in your children's life, all right? You know, teach them, mentor them, coach them up, listen to them, make them feel like they can, make them feel like they're heard and they can come talk to you and they can, you know they can they can have somebody who they know will always support them and will always have their back and always be in their corner. You know what I'm saying rooting for them. You know it, it's it's tough when you don't have that stuff, man. It's 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 hard, really, and it's even harder if you have it and then you lose it. Because, you know, that was your guide. That was your guidance. And so now, you know, you lose it and you're like, well, where do I go? What do I do? Who do I follow? Who do I learn from? You know? And I just want... I just... I want... I want to... I want the... The, the cycle of... Of pain and... And, and hurt to to stop, you know, in the cycle. Be that father. If your father wasn't in your life, don't don't replicate that. In the cycle and be in your children's life. Start a new tradition. You don't have to follow behind your dad. Well, my dad wasn't in my life, so, and I turned out fine, so I don't need to be in my, like, no. Be in your children's life. Be as active as possible. They have any events. Try to go to as many events as possible. Even if you just go to one, kids notice that. They remember that. And they will cherish you for that because they know that you put in the effort to come to at least that one game, to come to at least that one banquet, that one banquet, that one uh, career day at school, that one, um, you know, um, for what is it what is it parent parent child lunch like when you when you bring your parent to school and they they eat lunch with you you know the kids they 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 remember that stuff and they cherish it so to all my black fathers out there man please please just please just you know be as active as possible in your children's life and I promise you. I don't make promises. I really do. I only make promises to myself, but I'm going to make this promise to you. 
if you are as active as possible in your child's life, I promise you, you will see the benefits of that later on down the road, you know. And that being said, man, that's the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, comment. Suggestions are welcome. You can email me at theblacks.podcast at gmail.com. That's B-L-A-X dot podcast at gmail.com. Send me your feedback. Send me some topics. Uh, just send me your thoughts on any of the episodes. You know what I mean? Just, it's, hey, open. I don't even care. They can be positive. They can be negative. You can be like, oh, I love it. T- can you talk about this next time? Oh, you fucking suck your trash. Hey, man, <laughs> you need to do this and this better. Look, I, I accept it all. You know what I mean? But, hey, black fathers, man, get in your children's lives, man. Get in their lives. But all right, y'all, that's it for today's episode, man. I don't know when the next episode is going to come. It might be at random, but like I said, for sure, I'll be dropping an episode every single Friday at 7 o'clock. That is the one episode that you can expect, all right? I love you guys. Please, please, please stay safe out there, man. Please be safe. Oh, uh, especially, like, we got, like, severe weather moving in, too, in the south. Hey, y'all be safe out there, man. But anyway, share this with your mother, brother, sister, and daddy. Uncle, your auntie, three times removed, twice replaced, added, subtracted, never divided. Don't know what that means. One day we'll get into it. Amen. And remember, black peace, black love, and black soul. I'm out. Peace.